figured uh, when I asked the guy to sponsor it, he might as well use fish for other. Uh, for other, for, for other also for Elul. It's a simon, a simon bracha. Um, it happens to be, I'd forgotten, in, uh, we used to give shir in there, good and flappish, we had uh, nash on the table the whole time, because the shir was also at night, people were tired. I remember last year, a series of Mechuva and Slichas time is especially challenging. Uh, so it's sponsored by the dentist who actually wants you to eat as much as you can of that. Um, but there's no pachisas are covered, other rabbi invited, and Enjoy yourself, but it's, it's the same reason we serve coffee and chalent and things like that. And if it's wildly popular, we'll have, it's relatively inexpensive, we'll have somebody sponsored it all year. I but I happen to remember that we talk at 10 years straight, always had it, and we had brachashailus, and we had all sorts of interesting uh, sub based on some of the stuff the guys brought. So you can uh, help yourself, please do, make a bracha. Don't make a bracha if the fish goes down slowly. Uh, if it goes down, uh, there are uh, scales and fins on those if you uh, check. Is, is it going to prevent from the fishing incidents? Uh, that's, uh, yeah, it was part of the, uh, part of the total uh, breakdown and break-in today of the, uh, is that what it's called? It's called fishing? Fishing malware? Fishing spyware? Oh, I was wondering how you pronounce that. Okay. So the second thing is, is people do, as I mentioned before you came in, people do amazing chesed because there were hundreds and hundreds of people within 20 minutes who called me, texted me, and emailed me today. I thought the Mashiach came. I just, I, woke, I turned on my phone, and all of a sudden, like, the whole thing exploded. I didn't know what hit me. So, um, and each one thought, and that's the right way to take care of Arvis, is that I better do something, because I don't know if somebody else is doing it. That's Gavaldi. That's what Arvis is all about. And it was great for Elul, and there are many other lessons. Maybe we'll talk about it at Shabbat Shuvah. But it was, um, it was uh, the experience was, is that the virus is spread from somebody in the shul who got it from somebody else in the shul. Uh, so at least we have Achtas here, and uh, it's spread uh, collectively. But um, it's uh, that, that Russia, when it gets to uh, the Elam is not only going to have a din on the attempted Geneva and all the other things he's doing, just in the Bittl Terror alone. Is, uh, I don't want to be in his shoes, whoever he is. I think he traces somebody in Hungary. Probably a former, uh, former Arrow Cross or Neo-Nazi or something like that. Yes, yes, but that is not going to get. That maybe his grand grandchildren will learn Terra Bene Brock. Just there, maybe, maybe if he's lucky. But we'll have more deduction about that later. Let's start speaking of Chukas Akum. We'll um, we'll start the Chukas Akum tonight with a, we had our brief introduction. If you can give out these copies, and um, the back we're going to start with the tour and parts of the Beis Yosef. And uh, once we spend a week or two on that, just to get the basics, and then we'll start uh, talking about the chuvas, which are fascinating, because you can follow history uh, in Gullus, in Europe, in America, and apply all the chukoseim and see how they applied it then, how it's not gay now. Uh, we're going to be miyash of not only the, uh, the doors we spoke about last week, uh, we're going to talk about why um, everybody here is walking around in a uh, very goyish uh, blazer, and two-piece suit, three-piece suit, double-breasted suit, including uh, the Magid Shear, at least during the week. Uh, and um, it's to the, to the onlooker who, if you get somebody to come in, somebody from the shtetl from 300 years ago, and look at you, it looks very bizarre. L'chera. And Ramesha has this famous truth of dealing with that, so we'll get to the miyash of all those things. First, you have to find out what the answer is. So let's go to the Torah. Simon Kuf Ayan Ches, it's all in one Simon. And the tour lays it out, and then we're going to go and take a look at the Beis Yosef and the Drisha and the other Mepharshim. Aser, l'leches b'chukas ha'goyim. 
This is a pasach. It's just one of the more mysterious psukim. Usually you have a signa of signa okay, kidnapping. And, uh, but no, it's talking about geneva. sounds like a very uh, gray, gray area. It's not gray. You just have to figure out what the din is. But you shouldn't follow the chukas legayim. And the first thing the tour is going to take care of is that certain things that are usher onto themselves, which would also be a violation of chukas because the uh, Gaim are doing it, but you don't need a Pusik for that, which is what the Torah says. These are various forms of Kishuf, where the slide of the hand, if it's extreme slide of the hand, you can't figure out what the guy is doing. Um, most Rishayim and Paiskim hold this in his derise as well. Ramesh has his famous Shuva, he's a writer from Naftali, around 80 miles an hour back to Mitzrayim. He says, That's talent. Ah, you seem running across the whole field and you would think it's Kishuf. He says, that's just, he says, moving your feet quickly, moving your hand quickly. He doesn't believe that's also, but Ramesha misquoted. He says in the truth three times, I didn't really say, I didn't really pass it was mutter. Just if you'd ask me, I would try to be mishtamate. Never talks like this is true. But if you'd ask me again, I would try not to answer the question. If you really pushed me, I would tell you, I think it's mutter. But the reason he said that is because the Chayodom and everybody before him said that it was also, and they complained about the Hasanas and all the people doing sleight of the hand. Uh, so that's the easy serum over here. Uh, matter of fact, Yaakov, we were just discussing uh, um, a famous Israeli, um, what does he call himself, magician? Illusionist. What? He's changed Okay, so it's a famous Israeli, whatever he is, who uh, I always had a sneaking suspicion that it can't be, but I'm just a skeptic. I'm a skeptic because we don't have Ruha Kaidish, and the only reason they had Kishuf is because they had Nevoah and Zulu Mazu, and Hashem tried to balance out Bechira. So they had Machashvim who could do black magic, and you had Nevi'im who could do white magic, or you had Gedalim who could do white magic, which we call Misim in Hebrew. Uh, saying that this guy claimed he can bend spoons by looking at it and thinking at it, and all sorts of interesting things like that. So um, it's not public information, but there might be a, a certain publication that uh, is coming out soon with. Uh, Right. He came out, came out of it? No. Okay. Might be working on an article about these things and um, probably in line with Night Seder. That's how these publications go. And um, the, um, the fellow is certainly, uh, let's put it this way, it's under dispute, under heavy dispute, whether he can do any of these things. Which when I saw what was being written, I was surprised and expressed my surprise to the editor that the guy's been in business for a long time. He's got a big following. They couldn't slug him up, and if they did slug him up, why is he still performing? Kashanamaisa. We blind Sarachian. It's it's an interesting thing. Usually you slug somebody up, he doesn't make money anymore. And this guy's still around making lots of money. And um and it seems to be that uh whenever the guy trying to slug him up, who's slugged up in his life work, slugging up a lot of people, appears and challenges him, he never uh loses or the performer never wins. So, it's fine with me. I didn't think anybody could bend spoons by looking at it, but um, uh, that's, if you do it and you have people believing you, that's an Isidoresa. Just for the record, but we didn't discuss that yet. Whether it's true or not, if it's not true, it might be Ganeva. If it's true, it's an Isidoresa. Because even Rabbi Moshe, if it's true, no. If it's true that he isn't, it's a Ganeva issue. Okay, you say it's not Ganeva, it's entertainment. He's taking money for entertainment. Okay, maybe, yeah, maybe not. If he's fooling people into thinking he can do it, then Ramesha's not going to be maker. Ramesha's maker is a slave of hand. He pulls the rabbit out of the hat and he takes the dime out of your ear. That's also, 
So Moshe admits most person held that was Osir, and he says he's not sure. But if he's doing things and half the world, three quarters of the world, even if you say, Elam Golem, but there got to be some smart people out there. And there are people who say, no, he's really got powers, and that's also. That's certainly also. And if he's using the powers and they're from the black side, then you got other reserve. They got Kishav also. So just for the record, that's really, should, you should tell him, if you do, did interview him for the article, which I don't think you did, you should tell him that there's um, another reason why you should become from very quickly because besides the other things going on, like, uh, this, is a, this is an ongoing problem. This whole, this whole panasa is based on this iser. And if it's true, it's based on other research. But either way, it's going to be awesome. Um, I think I once gave the marshal, somebody went to see Doug Henning. I don't know if you remember who that is. He was, uh, in his time, he was considered the best. And um, he said he was in an audience with very sophisticated, mature, intelligent adult, adults from Wall Street and the like, and um, not that I mean Wall Street's so intelligent, but to have some people at least can uh, know what they're looking at. Uh, and uh, like a real sophisticated, you know, dressed in ties and uh, hundreds of people in the audience. And he said every single person, almost with the exception of him, but he was almost like getting carried away, during the show and afterwards walked out ooing and eyeing and like swearing by him. The guy's a bus of a dumb. And I don't know how he cut the lady in half and where the other half is and why the blood was missing. I don't know what was going on there. But, um, but he, just like this Israeli fellow, doesn't have the power to do that. He doesn't have the power either. And if he did, he's using Kishav. Kishav's Mahoz Yishanim, whether it's also for Zion. That's a Shailah. Whether it's uh, not in Zion Mitzvahs, but there are more than Zion Mitzvahs. We discussed this in Sanhedrin. It's a Shailah, whether it's also. But to convince what he was doing and slide the hand, whatever he was doing, I'm Cheshire, or Meshire would agree that if sophisticated people think he's real, then that's also. That's what I'm saying. But Meshire's overquoted, misquoted. Yeah. So that's what I thought. That's what I thought. This guy was there. He said he heard what the audience was saying during and after. And they were convinced that he has supernatural powers. And if he's not human, then he's a Martian who came with supernatural powers. You should hear what they were saying. And this is a sophisticated, intelligent, uh, uh, that's for you, especially the doctors. That's, uh, uh, that's, uh, and they were walking out and they were like telling their friends, you got to see this, there's nothing like that. And he was considered in a class by himself. But I believe, I'd like to believe, he just knew how to do it better. So, uh, so that's, that's what Manin Machashev is all about. Either, either one's real, it's not. But that's, and Ramesh would not, not, not do that. And that's, that's important for this, uh, this line. But Tor is saying that the Yisrael, if it was just talking about this, it wouldn't repeat it because they're a separate person for this. I, I don't, I don't yeah. believe that, that even the people who claim out loud he has supernatural powers don't really believe it themselves because then the American government would come in and bring him to Area 51. And we never see uh, for the for the uninitiated, un- uh, what's Area Fifty One? This, this, <laughs> this place that supposedly doesn't exist. Yeah. Um, in the middle of the Nevada desert. Yeah, next where, to where they test the A bombs. Yeah. Where, and the hydrogen bombs. Yeah. The American government has, has supposedly other UFOs and other. Oh, that's the that's the warehouse where they store the UFOs. Okay. I was wondering where that was. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was looking for a Cholamai trip. They're very hard to come by. <laughs> Uh, so, so they would. I'm just telling you what the guy told me. The guy told me he was an orthodox fellow, and I said, "What do you think?" He said, 
I'm Shamitar Mitzvah, so I'm sort of programmed not to believe it, like almost like he almost believed it, but he didn't want to tell me that uh, he believed it. I don't know. You had to be there. I wouldn't go there, by the way. It just, uh, it, uh, that, uh, but. Um, Oh, so they took him to Area 51 already. <laughs> okay. So step ahead, or you see, uh, yeah. when the article comes out, he'll uh, get you some copies. Why did they pay? They didn't know. Tom, who paid? For the show? No, the people, no, the people went, to the, went to the show. No, but when they walked out, they, were, they, they were more converts when they walked out. Paid. They already paid al but they're skeptical. Oh, you're saying that when people pay for something, they have to know they got the money's worth. I, I don't, okay. That's a psychological... Okay, uh, Okay, whatever it is, but what I'm saying is Ramesha, people who are saying the Ramesha Mata, any of these things, that you, if, if it's not real, I, I don't believe that's right in Ramesha. Ramesha's talking about the politics and the magicians at the Pirchais, and the guys at the Chasnas, things like that. Those guys aren't bugging. They're not, uh, they're, they're, it's, it's a different, uh, there you know that this is very cute, and you learn this uh, for a week or two, and you're very good, but, uh, but, uh, but you know, you can explain it, which I'm sure Dr. can do also, he just wasn't willing to. Okay. Second line. So these are separate terms. They burnt the kids, or they singed them, or they just, yeah, whatever it was, but that's Shaila uh, of possible murder and Avodazarim. All these necromancy, all these different things, these to work with bones and bring up the dead. That, according to Ravu with the Rishayna, except for the Ramam, all different shita, on a lot of this, um, hold that Kishav is a real Kayach, and used to be real, and today, basically, anybody who knows doesn't talk, anybody who talks doesn't know. That's basically the rule of thumb. But if you would go in the backyard, back roads of Tibet or somewhere in a small village of Venezuela, you know, maybe you would still find an old lady who knew how to do it. And they would, it's a seance, they'd bring up people from the dead and Sholem Elach used it and he felt he had a hetter, which he probably did for Sakhans to Fosh. This was a battle and the Urantum wasn't talking to him, it was in and he didn't get Nevoah and, uh, and um, he had no access to finding out what he should do. So he, whether that was the right thing to do or not, but he held he had a hetter, but it worked. Going to Roy Vishen. Uh, it worked so well, she yelled and fainted when she called up one from the dead and two came up. And Chazal um, explained that Shmuel and Avi brought Moshe Rabbeinu as a defense lawyer because he thought he was being called to Yemen, didn't go to Vanera. So it's, it seems, Pashapshad is it's pretty real. And um, and Chaver Chaver, all these things, the gathering animals, the different uh, things they used to do in the ancient times. Everybody was into this. Uh, you ever wonder in Navi why? Uh, uh, they had to at Navi, forget Navi, <coughs> as late as Shimon ben Shattah. We learned the Gemara in Sanhedrin B, and they had to yeah, make a whole campaign after he finished everything else to get the witches. And he got all of them in a cave, and he, he got the yeshiva bach with the raincoats, remember that? And they picked them up, so the feet weren't on the ground, and he executed them. This was a real problem. Why the women were more involved? There was a machshefa as a lady, is because I guess they're at home, and you know, before uh, access to online, which is a different form of kishur sometimes, uh, they had nothing to do. So they, uh, you know, unfortunately, this is what people got into. Darius uh, Shalom that's the uh, seance. Elafilu, so those are separate terms. Elafilu, minik, shenago, goyim, asolelobo. So now, what is chukoseim lasolechu? Even if you'd be over chukoseim by doing all these things anyway, that's not what the Pasuk is aiming at. The Pasuk is aiming at a goyisha minig. That is none of the above. 
And obviously, we're going to spend the next few weeks trying to define that. Also, Now, the way this Rambam reads at the beginning, needs Hezber, which we're going to explain. You can't look like them in your dress. The law in next page, the Sayar in your haircut. You should be clearly separate and recognizable that you're a different people and a different religion. And you're able to pick the fellow out in a crowd with their distinct malbush, and with the way they act. Minahokim cover many things haircuts and malbushim and mannerisms. The this hacker, by the way, missed something very obvious. That's why everybody knew right away. Normally hackers, I, I would assume they have more success that the guys wouldn't be in the business. Why is it everybody figured out right away? Because the uh, not too intelligent fellow didn't realize he was hacking into a Rob's computer. And he started the email, hey, check this out. I don't talk like that. Everybody knew that right away. That was like painfully obvious. The next one was hello. I never say hello. It's either shalom aleichem or I get to the point. When's the last time I, all you guys have received emails from me? When's the last time I said hello? <laughs> so everybody knew right away there's something wrong over here. Who was the hacker? Was it programmed? Uh, the program was programmed for Balabatim. <laughs> 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 Not for Abba. Nobody told you. Don't, you don't say, hey, check this out. Oh, okay. We're going to get to, hey, check this out, because Lashainas are part of the Chukazayim, so good. Don't get more sophisticated, I mean, next time it's going to be, hey, regarding last night's Kasha? Open the file, like what's well, gonna be. Okay, I hope not. <laughs> well, I hope, uh, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, it's Shaggy was telling me this. Yeah, he almost broke in. What? <laughs> That's not the right, you know. With Esav and Yaakov, the yeah. Rishonim have a field day with that because uh, he said no. He said, oh, it must be Esav Yaakov. Hard time figuring out what exactly he was in the field and he was among the. Yeah. Okay. 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 So I don't want to say this too loud because I don't, you know, who's. Uh, this one was unsophisticated. Very like, hey, check this out, or check this out. Like I don't want to check. Why? You right away. Yeah, 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 yeah. But that's why it, I, it generated such a, such a response. But the example I'm using here, check it out. Yeah, I'm not going to answer that. Don't panic. But, <laughs> but, uh, but we have what's scary about this sugya, which is why I, I picked it up to this, is, yeah, one simon shachan aracha, amad amayin and not amachashef, you know, how many times may I ever cook You got to figure it out because you're in a country, a host country so long, in Gullah so long. We pick up things. I gave extreme examples. The guy was knocking on wood and the guy was crossing his fingers. Okay, most people, I would hope, you know, know that that's usher. But there are shitas at home when you speak with certain lashainas. He said, the Ram just said mannerisms. He's not talking about clothes. He's not talking about haircuts. Mannerisms. So what's that? And, and, and where does speaking fit? How much slang can you use? How much can you... There's a sheet uh, that holds that if you use very highfalutin, sophisticated things that only the dukes use, that only the aristocracy, that would be an issue because the Jews were never near the aristocracy and they're just trying to shop at the time. That wouldn't apply today because most of the professors are Jewish. So it's a little hard to say that's but if you, you start using, lack of a better word, you know, inner city words or, or, or urban slang and things like that, 
we use it a little bit. The question is, how much are you going to get into the, I would say almost get into the gutter, but some of these machines have very seedy paths. But, um, but the question is, how much can you use and not be talking like a guy? If That's, you look at a picture of uh, New York City in 1930, people were very much like people from Right. Well, then we're going to get to that. And we're still wearing our... Our, um, our suits and our ties, and that, that's fine. Yes, the shyly is, but when you do something that most people, why is it that, uh, that as a Rav, you'd be surprised if I'd say, hey, check this out? And I'm not going to answer it. The answer is, okay, we don't. Uh, so you can say, well, but I'm saying, so the shyly is, how much is Goyeshkite? How much is on the street? It's certainly, it's certainly a hitter not to use the Elishanis. The question is, where do you cross the, uh, where do you cross the border? But there's a reason why a Bentayra will, will resist using certain languages, even though there's no curses in there, and it's not necessarily insulting and the like, because we know where it comes from. So that's certainly within the Hashkaf of this. The question is, where does it cross the line that we're going to have to figure out later? But again, the Ramam says, Yisrael Muvdom Ahem, Sekhan Lai Vedu, Malbusho, Bishar Maisev, Kamalisho, Muvdom, B'madoi, just like in his, in his brain, in his Hashkaf HaSachayim, in his dais, he's Muvdom from the Goyim, he has to show in an outward fashion that he's moved all from the Goyim. You should not wear clothing that is miyuchet to them. The question is, what does that mean? The Gemara and Sahedra and other places has descriptions of uh, Roman haircuts and various types of haircuts for aristocracy and for soldiers and things like that. You can't have that fun. Sometimes you're violating uh, already. but even if you're not doing that, like, he gives two examples of this, but it doesn't, not limited to these examples. Like Alech What do they call that? A mohawk? So you can't uh, now, even if you do a complete one, you'd be over on Pasarish already. You'd have two separate Isra and the races. But if you just try to get the haircut, even with that Isra, just to look like that, then that would be an Isra the Reisa, which is a big problem. The Ramam is started off talking about haircuts and he's describing it, but the Gemara describes it. And that's that's a problem even as mine as that. The the funny coincidence that there were people who were not so yeshivish who during the 60s and early 70s had brisk and now they don't. So what happened? They got less yeshivish? The answer is no. Elvis died. That's the whole difference. Right? That was a fad. So you have a problem if your haircut is trying to be patterned after what is going on in the street to look more gayish. Now, does that mean I can't have brisk pays? No, you can have brisk pays even if you never went to brisk. But you've got to be consistent. That's the, that's the problem. And besides the chukosayim, possible chukosayim issue, there's the issue of once you follow things, you're going to follow things that are awesome in the sneeze department. So um, I was told by the Rebetzin and many other graduates, Rabbi Mandel from Yeshiva Bukun, Rabbi Mandel used to tell the girls that uh, Medel was the Manal of the school, I don't know, for 40 years, 50 years, something like that. So he saw all the scholars go back and forth and back and forth. There's some guy in Paris laughing all the way to the bank. He recently had a very good laugh when Arya came home with his hat. I told him that I hope we got half price because they left out half the brim. I never saw it just from two years ago to now. It just that so some guys are only selling to Jews. It can't be Chukosam. Nobody else is wearing hats. But they have to sell more hats. The ties go like this, and then they get thinner. And then the hats get bigger, and then they get there because they have to keep selling hats. So I Badafka got a bigger brim just to make a macho. Uh, so, um, so here, that's not going to be Chukosam. He's not following them. And as Amisha is going to explain, we get to it if they're just doing that to sell more clothing. And that's, that's the Mashiach. So that. Not necessarily going to be a problem. 
But Rabbi Medel used to tell the girls, when the girls used to complain, they used to come in during Sunday school wearing very long skirts. Gavaldic. Mamish like the Victorian era. Mamish like uh, Lahavdil, like Sarimenu. And he used to ask her. He said, four inches below the knee, nothing lower. And they said, the Rebbe is, I'm, I'm, I'd like to be Machmer. So he said, yeah. And in five years from now, when they go very short, you're not going to be talking like that. So if you follow it when it goes very long, you're going to follow it in the other direction. That's the problem with being hooked on the styles. And the Chukosayim issue is, is, is floating around in the background, but that's, that's going to be a real sneeze issue. So he did not allow them, in a sound bite that sounds Shiva Bukhun, he didn't allow them to wear extra long skirts because he was afraid of where it was going, which is, uh, which is a pictus. So, getting back to the haircut. So we have uh, two versions of this. In various places, like that chips in the front, chips in the side, chips in the back, different variations. It's not limited to this. Next one, uh, the Rishonim and Anachim have a hard time figuring out what this is. We're gonna, when, we, when we get to it, be and we're going to suggest a few possibilities. You can't build buildings using the architecture. Of churches. Now, that would be good if the sentence stopped here. So that's why the many is in shul, you build a nice building, but we don't have a steeple. And we don't put clocks on top because we don't want to copy uh, their bidana. But the Ramam continues You shouldn't build buildings where you have a lot of people coming in. Well, we build large buildings, we build social simples. So the rabbis are already going to say, well, you can't build a building. He's not sure what that means. But whatever it means might cover a few things. Some suggest that you can't use the devices they use to get people to come to the gatherings, like a bell, which is why we don't use a bell. Veckers have sticks. They knock on gates, sometimes on heads, in yeshiva, and sometimes on the uh, foot of the bed, but they don't use bells. Because once the guy are using it, we don't want to call people to, to, to service like that. And we don't build like a church because it already looks gayish. question is, does the Ramah mean anything more? Let's see the next two lines. Surprise. This is Teresa and it's Fascinating. Misha Karv Lamalchus, and then he has a heter, which we'll have to explore. And after all these uh, Malchus and Issa the Reisa, if you're Karv Lamalchus, you have to dress like the Romans. When in Rome, do as the Romans do. Well, what's that all about? So, Metashem, we'll start looking at the base Yasef tomorrow night. Uh, you guys didn't eat enough fish, although you all stayed awake, so you.